Hello and welcome to The Great Gildersleeve from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as The Great Gildersleeve. Great Gildersleeve is brought to you each week at this time by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the wonderful new Kraft Deluxe Slices. Now you can enjoy the most delicious pasteurized processed cheese you ever tasted, and you can enjoy it in perfect slices. That's right. Every neat half-pound package of Kraft Deluxe Slices holds eight sandwich-sized slices of this delicious processed cheese, slices you can depend on to be in perfect condition, none with dried edges or broken pieces, but really perfect slices because they're wrapped right in the spick-and-span Kraft plant, protected all the way to your kitchen. Tomorrow, look in your grocer's dairy case for those neat packages of extra delicious processed cheese, Kraft Deluxe Slices. Now let's see what's doing in Summerfield. The Great Gildersleeve worked later than usual at the water department today... And it's well into the winter evening as he turns the corner heading for home. Window lights glisten on the new snow, and our water commissioner's heart is warm with thoughts of home and fireside. Yes, sir. This will be a fine night to gather the little family around the fireplace and pop some corn. Make up a batch of molasses candy. Hey, Well, Leroy. Hi, Al. Pull me home in my sled, will you? Yeah, all right. Climb on. Yeah, I guess I can be a horse for half a block. Okay, I'm on. Giddy up. Here we go. Huh, that's not like a horse. Eh? Put the rope in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, my boy, let's just go along this way. Okay, I'll... Leroy, it's pretty late for you to be out playing. How does it happen you're not in the house? Oh, old Marge is on the warpath. What a sister. You, what's this about your sister? I can't figure her out. Holy cow, if you look crosswise, she hollers that you're picking on her. You, my goodness. I went outside. Let Bronco put up with her. Poor guy, he's married to her. Well, we have to be especially considerate of Marjorie right now, Leroy. You know, the baby will be along very soon. Makes a big difference. She's easily upset. You're telling me. There's no living with her. (laughs) Yeah, I can see I should have come home earlier. This family falls to pieces when I'm not around. I'm not falling to pieces. I got out. <laughs> Your trouble, Leroy, is you butt into other people's affairs. Marjorie and Bronco will get along fine if you just leave them alone. All I said... You shouldn't have said anything. Marjorie's very touchy right now. We simply have to go about the house quietly and happily, saying nothing. Is that what you're going to do when you get home? Absolutely. This I got to see. Giddy up! <laughs> Everybody, Marjorie, Bronco, Bertie, I'm home. You see, you said something already. Now you run along to bed, Leroy. Uh, can't I stay up and watch? There's not going to be anything to watch. I'm home now. Everything's going to be fine. Can I leave my door open? 
Good evening, Marjorie. Good evening, Mr. Gildersleeve. Well, Bronco, the young father's soon to be. Yeah. Oh, we're so happy, Yankee. It just seems too wonderful to be true. Isn't that sweet? Oh, where's my hat, Marge? I'll go down to the drugstore and get that hand lotion you wanted. Oh, your hat's on the table, darling. And will you get me a jar of face cream? Oh, sure, honey. You really love birds and that Leroy. Goodbye, darling. Bronco! What is it, honey? Well, you didn't even kiss me goodbye. But I'm only going to the drugstore. Well, what's your hurry? No, just a minute. But, darling... Is the drugstore more important than your own wife? Well, no, but the hand cream... Why are you so anxious to get me hand cream? I didn't say I was. Aren't my hands attractive anymore? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yo, brother. Marge, honey, but you asked me to go. You need the face cream. Oh, now you're telling me I have wrinkles. I didn't say that. I'm just an old married woman with rough hands and an ugly face. I don't blame you for running off to the drugstore. You want to get away from me. But, Marge... Oh, my goodness. You see what I mean, Uncle? You see? Leroy, you go to bed. <laughs> he doesn't love me anymore, Uncle Marge. I do, Marge, I do. But you told me to go to the drugstore. Didn't she, Mr. Gildersleeve? Yeah, wait. Leave me out of this. I'm a neutral party. He can't wait to get out of the house. You can see that, can't you, Uncle Marge? Yes. Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah. I didn't see anything. Alfoya! Go to bed! <laughs> oh, Marge. I didn't mean to do anything wrong. Bronco loves his little darling. Are you sure? Cross my heart. Be good to me, Bronco. It's all over. They're in love again. Gildersleeve, you're clever. <laughs> You in the kitchen? I'm here, Mr. Gilsley. Good. I wondered where you were. I'm in the kitchen, and that's where I'm staying, in the kitchen. Well, everything's all right now, Bertie. I'm home. Only place to be around here is in the kitchen. Yeah, I know what you mean, Bertie. But it's all straightened out now. Been pretty lively around here today. So I hear, Bertie. Well, I'm home now. Yes, sir. The way Miss Marjorie's acting, that stork is warming up for the takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just do as I do, Bertie. Don't interfere. Just be neutral. Yes, sir. It's been stormy weather today with Miss Marjorie. I'd no sooner get upstairs to dust the bedrooms than bang, come the lightning, and I'd run to the kitchen. Yeah, I know, Bertie. And into the living room to dust the piano, bang, come the lightning, and I'd run to the kitchen. Yeah, I understand, Bertie. All I've been doing all day is dusting and running. <laughs> well, Marjorie and Bronco have patched up all their little differences. The storms are over. And simply because I refuse to take sides, Bertie, that solved the whole thing. You sure? Positively. They're in the living room right now, billing and cooing. Yeah, George, it just proves that when young couples have difficulties at a time like this, it's because some older person interferes, tries to give advice. Yes. I know my hair looks dreadful. You don't have to tell me. I didn't say that. Bang! Run for the kitchen. Bertie! <laughs> I forgot we're in the kitchen. No, what happened? She went upstairs. Poor Marjorie. She's just not herself. Excuse me, Mr. Gilsey. I'll go and see if I can help. You, what a family. Everything was so peaceful. Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. 
Come on, in the kitchen, Bronco. It's the only safe place in the house. I can't figure it out. What do I say? How do I say it so that she can make it come out something else? Well, as I said before, Bronco, yeah, I'm not taking sides or giving any advice. But if I only knew what to do, if it keeps on like this, I don't know if I'll live till the baby gets here. Poor kid. What would you do if you were in my shoes, Mr. Gildersleeve? Well... You've lived longer than I have, and you always seem to know a lot about women. Well, I do. <laughs> you went in doubt, Bronco. Always let a woman have her way. Simply say yes to everything. Everything? Yes, indeed. Give Marjorie anything she wants. Promise her anything. Anything that'll make her happy. Do you think that's safe? Certainly. The situation won't last long. In another month or six weeks, the baby will be here. And it'll all be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You bet. Mr. Gildersleeve, I should have talked to you long ago. Well, you've been pretty busy. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. There's a smart boy. Bread's going to feel good tonight. Hmm. Midnight. Yeah, what the heck. Is an evening well spent? Getting Broncos straightened out? After all, why shouldn't I give him advice? Nothing wrong with telling a fellow to give a woman her own way. She'll get it eventually anyway. <laughs> Bronco won't have any more problems. Neither will I. <laughs> Oh, bed. Pretty neat the way I put Bronco in the right trick. Just a matter of understanding people. Human nature. Maybe I ought to be a psychiatrist. Who's that? Who's in the hall? It's I, Mr. Gildersleeve. Oh? What are you doing prowling around the dark, Bronco? Marge wants me to get her purse. She left it in the car. Can't you get it in the morning? It's perfectly safe. The garage is locked. Marge wants me to get it now. You know what you told me, Mr. Gildersleeve. Sorry I woke you up. Yeah, that's all right. I wonder if I can get back to sleep. Sure. Bronco get Marjorie's purse, and then she'll be happy. And after all, that's the important thing. Gildersleeve, you have an instinctive sense of how to handle women. Rocco's just young and inexperienced. And that's all. Who's there? It's I, Mr. Gildersleeve. What's the matter now? Going downstairs. Marge is in the sewing room reading. She wants me to get last Sunday's paper. Yofer. Last Sunday's paper. Why doesn't she go to sleep? She doesn't want to go to sleep. She wants last Sunday's paper. You know what you said, Mr. Gildersleeve? Well, look in the back porch. Okay. Last Sunday's paper. All the silly ideas in the middle of the night. Still, anything to keep her happy. She'll, she'll read a while and drop off to sleep. Everybody will be happy. Of course, it's pretty tough on Bronco. 
Good is the only way. And she'll love him for it. That's the main thing. Psychiatrist, you'd better get some shut-eye. Bronco, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Now what's the matter? Marge is hungry. We'll get her a sandwich. She doesn't want a sandwich. What does she want? Sauerkraut. Sour? No, for heaven's sake. Ask Bertie if we have it. I did. We haven't. Well, tell Marjorie to go to sleep. This is ridiculous. Mr. Gildersleeve, I did just as you told me. When she said, Bronco, I'm hungry for sauerkraut, I said, Darling, I'll get you sauerkraut. But, Bronco, where are you going to find it at this time of night? I don't know, but I have to find it someplace. I did like you said. I promised. You, brother, in the middle of the night hunting for sauerkraut. What are we going to do, Mr. Gildersleeve? There's only one thing to do. Psychiatrist, get off your couch. The great Gildersleeve will be back in just a moment. Have you seen those neat, square packages marked Kraft Deluxe Slices in your grocer's dairy case? In every one of those neat packages, there are eight perfect slices of the most delicious pasteurized processed cheese you've ever eaten. They're the wonderful new Kraft Deluxe Slices, and they're different from any sliced cheese you've ever had before. That's right, because instead of being cut from a loaf, these slices of extra good-tasting processed cheese are formed by an exclusive new craft invention. And this invention actually captures all the fine processed cheese flavor, more delicious flavor, in every slice. Then, so these slices will be sure to reach you in perfect condition with no broken pieces or dried edges. They're wrapped right in the spick-and-span craft plant. Eight slices to a half-pound package. And every one of these slices is large enough to cover a slice of bread. So imagine how handy Kraft Deluxe Slices are for those quick cheese sandwiches and snacks you need so often. For a variety of cheese treats, you'll want to keep several kinds on hand. Those neat packages of Kraft Deluxe Slices take up so little room in your refrigerator, you can keep several kinds on hand always. So tomorrow, be sure to look in your grocer's dairy case for those handy slices of extra delicious processed cheese. Kraft Deluxe Slices. Let's get back to the great Gildersleeve. With Marjorie and Bronco anticipating a visit from the stork, our water commissioner is finding life a little complicated. For example, it's after midnight, and Bronco has awakened the great man to inform him that Marjorie is hungry. Does she want a sandwich? No. Glass of milk? No. She wants sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. In the middle of the night. Bronco, she must be dreaming. No, she's not, Mr. Gildersleeve. She's sitting up reading a newspaper. That's where she got the idea. You what idea? In the paper, there's a picture of a man pitching hay. She said it made her hungry for sauerkraut. You, brother. You told me to give her anything she wanted. But this is impossible. 
There are no stores open. There's no place to get sauerkraut at this time of night. But, Mr. Gildersleeve, you said that Your I... Your uncle, the trouble with you is you don't know when to be firm with Marjorie. Where to draw the line. You can't give in to every little whim. She won't respect you. Well, I want to do everything I can. You certainly, my boy. But you have to learn how to say no. She'll run you ragged. Who's running ragged? Hey, Leroy, get back in bed. Who's running ragged? Nobody. What are you talking about? Nothing. In the middle of the night? Leroy. Okay, I'm going. What a family. <laughs> What'll I do, Mr. Gildersleeve? I told Marge I'd get her some sauerkraut. I can't go back on my word. You're a good boy, Bronco. You run back to bed. Yeah, I'll explain to Marge. Well... Don't you worry about it. I understand women a little better than you do. Just leave it to me. All right. Thanks, Mr. Gildersleeve. Sure. Yeah, I'll simply go and tell Marjorie if she's hungry, she can eat what we have in the house. That Bronco. The way he lets Marjorie wrap him around her finger. Marjorie. Marjorie. I'm in here in the sewing room, Auntie. Well, reading pretty late, aren't you, my dear? Well, I couldn't sleep. And you know, Unky, all of a sudden I have a terrific craving for sauerkraut. Well. And Bronco is so sweet. He insisted he's going to get some for me. Now, Marjorie, Bronco's tired. In fact, I just told him to go back to bed. Oh, you're a darling, Unky, but do you think you can find sauerkraut this late at night? You like it? Who? Me? <laughs> been so hungry for anything before in my life. All I can think of is a big plate of sauerkraut. But, Marjorie... Oh, you're such a dear, Unky. Getting out of bed to do this just for me. I don't want much, really. Just a little bit of sauerkraut. But you just said... Oh, I'm a terrible nuisance, aren't I? No, certainly not. Making you get up at this time of night to wait on me. Well, I don't mind that. It's just that... Oh, you're so good to me, Uncle Moore. No, no, it's all right. And I don't deserve it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You deserve the best of everything. But it's so late, Unky. Where are you going to find sauerkraut? I don't know. But I'll find it if I have to crawl on my hands and knees to Milwaukee. <laughs> I should have worn an overcoat over my overcoat. What a night to be out hunting for sauerkraut. Still, anything for little Marjorie. By George, she'll never forget that her old uncle got up in the middle of the night to get her sauerkraut. Yeah, here's Peavy's house. He's an old friend. Maybe he'll have some. Yeah, you wonder how I can arouse Peavy without waking up Mrs. Peavy. Peavy. Yo, Peavy. Peavy. Oop, somebody turned on a light. Yeah, he's coming. Hello, Peavy. Is that you, Mr. Gildersleeve? It's yours, me. You open the door and let me in. It's freezing out here. My gracious. Phew. Sorry to wake you up in the middle of the night, Peavy. But this is urgent. What happened? Did the dam go out? <laughs> no, nothing like that. Peavy, I've got to have some sauerkraut. How's that? It's for Marjorie. 
You know how it is, Petey. The baby will be along soon. Well, don't you think it ought to have milk? Yoga. <laughs> this is not for the baby. The sauerkraut's for Marjorie. Oh, uh, is the baby going to be born tonight? No, Petey. For goodness sake. Haven't you heard of prospective mothers having cravings for strange food? Mm, yeah. All right. There's only one thing in the world that Marjorie wants, and that's some sauerkraut. Yeah, I promised I'd get it for her, Petey. How about it? Do you have any? No. But how about some cheesecake? That's what Mrs. Peavy's sister ate when she was expecting. No, thanks. Well, if she wants something sour, I could let you have some of Mrs. Peavy's lemon fritters. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you, Peavy. But Marjorie has her heart set on sauerkraut. Nothing else will do. Well, if you could wait till tomorrow... Yeah, I, I can't wait until tomorrow. You don't understand how the mind of a prospective mother works. You know, I do. What was that? That was Mrs. Peavy tapping on the floor with her mentholatum jar. That, that means come upstairs. Oh, for goodness sake. Peavy, you let women lead you around by the nose. Mm -hmm. I'm not walking around in the snow looking for sauerkraut. Oh! Good night! chance. Judge Hooker. You wonder if the old goat eats sauerkraut. And if he does, he probably cooks it in Kalak water. Well, he might have it. He's worth trying. You old brother. What a night. Judge! You judge! Who's down there? <laughs> it's me! Who's down there? Yofer, Judge, stop bleeding. You'll wake up the whole neighborhood. Come down and open the door. That you, Gildy? Yes, Judge. What's the matter? I want to talk to you. It's very important, and hurry up. I'm freezing. All right. Being cross-examined on the front porch at three below zero. It's <laughs> cold. Why doesn't that old goat hurry up? It takes his time at a time like this, that's all. It's cold. Gildy, what are you doing out at this hour of the night? Yeah, I'm gathering icicles. Let me in, Judge. Well, what happened? Nothing happened. We have an emergency in our house. It's the baby. The baby's here. No, wait. No, not yet. This is for Marjorie. I've got to find her some sauerkraut. Sauerkraut? You understand these things, Judge? It's the only thing she wants. And I promised I'd get it for her. Oh, I understand. Bless her heart. And bless you, too, Gildy, for being so thoughtful. Yeah, thank you, Judge. Launching forth into the bitter night in search of a tidbit to please the little mother-to-be. You're all right, Judge. Do you have any sauerkraut? No, I haven't, Gildy. <laughs> but I think I know where we can find some. You bless you, Judge. Where is it? Well, my friend Miss Matterhorn puts up sauerkraut. Miss Matterhorn? She lives over on the corner of Spruce and Crocker Streets. A lovely girl. You can walk in any time and she'll welcome you with a cozy of tea and a tray of the most delicious macaroons. Yeah, I know, but just... And sugared donuts that she bakes herself. Come to think of it, Gilder, I'll put on my overshoes and go with you. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. 
But by George, I got the sauerkraut. Gildersleeve, when you decide to do something, you do it. Yeah, I can't wait to see the expression on Marjorie's face. She never thought I'd do it. Where's my key? Darn slippery plate. Sauerkraut running down my sleeve. You must have left the key in my other pants. Confound it. Bertie! Bertie! Bertie, hurry up! That you, Mr. Gillsleeve? Yes, it's me. Let me in, quick. Land alive, where you been? Well, I've been out getting something for Marjorie, Bertie. Where is she? She's in your study. What you got in that plate, Mr. Gillsleeve? Sauerkraut. For Marjorie. I promised her I'd get it. And I did. It's a good thing somebody in this house understands the girl. Yes, sir. You bring some forks and things, Bertie. I'm going in and present the big surprise. Yes, sir. Marjorie. Here comes your uncle. You would guess what? Marjorie. Marjorie? Hmm. She's asleep in the chair. Probably dreaming of a big plate of sauerkraut. Yeah, hold it under her nose. Watch her wake up, smiling. Hmm? Uh, uh, what's the matter? It's me, Marjorie. Hunky. Look what I brought you. What is it? Just what you wanted, my dear. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut? Yes, just what you wanted. Oh, Hunky, it doesn't look nearly as good as I thought it would. Marjorie. You know what I'd really like, Hunky? You're right. Watermelon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You go to bed. The great Gildersleeve will be right back. To please all the folks at your house, there are five delicious varieties of Kraft Deluxe Slices, so everyone can enjoy these perfect slices of extra-good-eating pasteurized processed cheese, whether it's wonderfully mellow Kraft American, Kraft American with scarlet pimentos added, delightful nut-sweet Kraft Swiss, Kraft Brick with that deep-down rich taste, or sharp Old English brand. You'll want to have several kinds on hand always because these perfect slices are so handy for cheese snacks and sandwiches you can fix easily and quick as a wink. Tomorrow, look in your grocer's dairy case for the five delicious varieties of Kraft Deluxe Slices. Bertie, is that you? Yeah. Mr. Gillsleeve? What are you doing up? I'm just looking around, checking up on all these dear hearts and gentle people. Well, you'd better get some sleep, Bertie. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on the little family. Yes, sir. It's been a long night. It sure has, Bertie. Good night. Good night, Mr. Gillsleeve. There's a good woman. Let's see. Here? Leroy's asleep. At last. Marjorie's asleep on the couch in my study. You wonder how Bronco's doing. Yeah, there he is. He's sleeping too. Yeah, sleep well, Bronco. You'll be a father soon. And a good father, too. It isn't easy right now. It's your kind and good. And you and Marjorie will be happy. 
Good night, young man. You've had a busy day. Good night, folks. Greg Gildersleeve is played by Willard Waterman. The show is written by Paul West, John Elliott, and Andy White, with music by Robert Armbruster. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Dick Crenna, Earl Ross, and Dick Legrand. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. There's magic in mustard. Yes, when you want to put new taste excitement in almost anything, just add a little mustard and you'll add a lot of tang. Hidden flavors pop right out. Every bite tastes better, particularly if the mustard you use is Kraft prepared mustard. There are two kinds of Kraft mustard, you know. Kraft salad mustard, delicately spiced for those who prefer mustard mild, and Kraft mustard with snappy horseradish added. Get both kinds, for when you add a little mustard, you add a lot of tang. Kraft prepared mustard. Don't miss The Falcon each Sunday over this station. Check your newspaper for time of broadcast and listen next Sunday as The Falcon solves The Case of the Invisible Thug. Listen for Groucho Marx next on NBC. NBC.